Welcome to Success Hackers, cracking the entrepreneurial code, the podcast that's focused on empowering entrepreneurs to find the edge and take their business to a whole nother level. We're peeking behind the curtain to learn entrepreneurial shortcuts and success strategies from the most successful entrepreneurs on the planet. Get ready for mind-blowing entrepreneurial tips with your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in three, two, one. Success Hackers, Cracking the Entrepreneurial Code, number 13. Success Hackers is brought to you by Meet Advisors, empowering business through advice. Scott Hansen here, my fellow entrepreneurs. I hope you are ready to crush it today and live life that you were meant to live. Be extraordinary and play big in both your life and business. It's all about getting out of your comfort zone and into your strength zone. Today, our featured guest is Mr. Peter Scott. Peter, are you ready to rock? Scott, I am ready, brother. Let's do this. Awesome. Great. So Peter Scott is the founder of the Fearless Life Academy and creator of the 90-Day Fearless Fitness Challenge. He is one of the top mindset and fitness mentors for high-achieving entrepreneurs in the world. Peter's life was consumed by fear at a very young age, having to tell his mother at the age of 10 years old that she was no longer suitable to raise him because of her alcoholism, and later having to watch his father give up on life and drink himself to death. Since then, he has dedicated his life to empowering others to leverage fitness as a tool to overcome their fears, doubts, and limiting beliefs. Peter's journey to success has been anything but a straight line. Starting his career in investment banking at a prestigious firm in Chicago, Peter soon realized that he was miserable and completely disconnected from his life's purpose. After several years of investment banking and private equity experience, Peter left his job to launch his career in the personal development industry, working for a Chicago-based company called Lifebook. At Lifebook, Peter became the highest-earning sales consultant in the history of the company. Despite four successful years at Lifebook, Peter was being called to share his message with the world. So he left the security of the paycheck behind, moved from Chicago to San Diego, and launched his own coaching business. Peter now mentors high-achieving entrepreneurs to get fit in less time so that they can double their income and become unstoppable. He is also the author of the soon-to-be-released The Fearless Mindset, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Get Fit in Less Time, Double Your Income, and Become Unstoppable. Peter Scott, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you. Scott, it's a pleasure, man. It's a real honor to be on here to talk with you. And as I was hearing you read that introduction, I thought, man, on a day when I feel down or lacking motivation or feeling lazy, I just need to listen to that introduction you, you just gave me. So thank <laughs> <you>. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. I know, uh, I know you are a very busy individual, so I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. And uh, we're going to have some fun. We're going to get into your story and exactly what it is that you do. And while we're on that subject, I gave Hacker Nation just a little background of who you are, Peter, but would love for you to share more about you and the biz. 
Absolutely. So as you shared, Scott, what I'm doing now, and I'll start now and then I'll do a little backtrack, is coaching high-performing entrepreneurs and helping them commit to daily rituals so that they get fit in less time, double their income, and become unstoppable. And a big focus of what I do with clients of mine and uh, a big focus of the message that I share is around fear is around creating a fearless mindset because I believe the biggest restraint, the biggest obstacle for anyone, but in particular for entrepreneurs like the listener, is letting our fears, our doubts, our limiting beliefs hold us back. And as you shared, man, my life has been consumed by fear from a very young age, growing up with two parents who you know battled alcoholism and drug addiction, having to move from home to home, had a very, very challenging childhood really was consumed by fear at a young age and noticed in my early 20s how much it held me back. And I just became so committed to uncovering, understanding, experiencing, overcoming these fears in my own life and now supporting others in doing just that. Yeah. And we're going to get into that here in a minute, but I love your story from what you already shared, which was, I mean, someone in your shoes could have went left, as I say, and could have went down maybe a similar path to their parents of what you've seen and how you grew up, but you went right and you got immersed into personal and professional development. Would you say that that alone or a big part of that is what sort of saved you? Oh, absolutely it is. I mean, I'll never forget being a kid and hearing from my grandparents and from other family members that that I was preconditioned, I was destined to become an alcoholic like my parents. Mm -hmm. Like that's all I heard. That's a voice in the back of my mind from the moment I, I, I remember. And as I look back on that and what I want the listener to take away from this is that you have a choice. We get predictions from our family, from our friends, from society. You know, if, if you're battling weight issues, for example, how many times will your family members say, oh, it's just in your genetics? Mm. What I know to be true is that everything in life comes down to a choice. And so at a young age, yes, I was given that prediction, but through immersing myself in people that were living a life that I wanted to create for myself by immersing myself in personal development and books and audio programs and seminars, it really literally, Scott, saved my life. What an awesome story. What an awesome journey. And I know knowing you from outside of this podcast and knowing you for a long time, I know our listeners are going to gravitate so much to where you've been and also we're going to share where you're going. So passion is such a key ingredient to being successful. And I always say that once you find that one thing that calls to you, it really doesn't feel like work. I mean, you're going to work a lot because you're really passionate about it, but you feel that you're actually swimming with the current versus going against it. You've been through a lot in your life. You got into the investment banking world to chase the money, the cars, the quote unquote lifestyle, the things and all of that. But then you realized that life in business is so much more than money. With your current role as the founder and CEO of the Fearless Life Academy and creator of the 90 Day Fearless Fitness Challenge, how important is passion? Passion is everything. I mean, without passion, Scott, think about it. We spend most of our waking hours working. Mm. Most of our waking hours during the short time in this lifetime is spent working. And I started my career obviously spending more hours than most people, about 80, 90, 100 hour work weeks in investment banking. And although I learned some incredible things around business that has served me as an entrepreneur, man, I was miserable. 
I was so disconnected from my purpose, from my passion, that it didn't matter how much money I made. And in my early 20s, I made a great living, most, you know, far more than most people. But through this journey, I realized I want to wake up every day and actually love what I'm doing. I want to be so committed to becoming the best in the world at what I'm, at what I'm doing. And I know by doing that, the money that I'm going to earn as a byproduct of the value I create will far exceed anything I could have ever made in a career that was lucrative but one that I was dissatisfied with. Someone's listening right now and they're going, oh my God, this guy Peter is absolutely resonating with exactly what I'm going through. Maybe someone's in a career that they don't enjoy. Maybe they're making good money and you and I both know the more money you make, the more we spend, but then our lifestyle sort of increases, right? What advice would you give someone that is in those shoes that says, how do I make the transition? I'd say the f- most important thing to first get clear on, Scott, is for the listener to define why they want this. What is their purpose behind starting this business, creating this lifestyle, and making this transition? Because without a big why, you are going to let your fears of uncertainty, your fear of the unknown, your fear of the failure, fear of failure stop you. I don't think anyone who's created anything amazing in life has been without fear. Everyone experiences the fear of this. What's different about them is that they became so committed to the vision that they wanted to create, the purpose, the burning desire. Napoleon Hill talks about this in Think and Grow Rich. That's actually the first kind of personal development book that I that I read that set me on my journey. And I just got so clear on this burning desire of sharing my message with the world that, yes, I knew there was going to be some big shifts I had to make in my lifestyle. I knew there was a lot of unknown ahead of me that I had no idea. And one of the greatest traits of successful entrepreneurs is having the willingness to jump off that cliff and build those wings on the way down, not having to have those wings or be able to fly before you even leap. Like That's one of the most important things is having that certainty, that confidence in yourself to go do this and build what you want without having the clear vision exactly on how to do that. And I love what you just shared, Hacker Nation. Peter just dropped a huge success golden nugget, which was, as entrepreneurs, the old saying or the quote is from Martin Luther King, you don't have to see the entire staircase, you just have to see the first step. And he also mentioned building the wings on the way down, which is so important as an entrepreneur. There's so many people that have this analysis by paralysis, and it's, I have to have everything perfectly aligned for me to take the step. And as entrepreneurs... It sort of is reverse engineering. It's just the opposite. It's, well, I'm going to go after my passion. I have some semblance of clarity of what I want because I love talking about it. I love discussing it. I love reading about it, whatever the field is for you. But they just go for it. They, they As you say, they build the wings on the way down because you're going to get knocked down. You're going to get punched. You're going to get scraped. You're going to get scratched. But the reason why you keep going, as you mentioned, is because of your big why. Share a moment when you were on to something big, we call it the light bulb or the aha moment, Peter. It wasn't a dream anymore, but maybe your business actually became a reality, an actual successful business. Do you remember the time where that aha moment just happened, that light bulb went off and you're like, oh my God, I'm able to actually make this and do this for a living? Yeah, there were actually two I want to share, Scott. One was before I even knew that the business could be built. And my transition from investment banking to personal development 
to being an entrepreneur, I had a blog that I launched. Uh, it's designafearlesslife.com. And I started writing my experiences of facing my fears. And I noticed I, I did this at first, Scott, just for myself. Like it was almost like a, a private journal that became public. And through sharing my own breakthroughs and lessons that I was learning, I noticed people were really resonating with the message. And they were commenting and they were sharing. And this following started to grow. And so that was the first seed that was planted that said, okay, there's a possibility of building something with this platform. Then when I decided to make that leap and launch my coaching business and put that, you know, that stake in the ground and say, I am a mentor and this is how I serve people. It was solidified that first client that I got and it happened, I'll never forget, it was uh, right around the holiday season of uh, 2013 and I just made a post on Facebook about what I was launching and how I could serve people and I had a call to action for people to private message me and got into two conversations and got two clients in 24 hours and quickly realized, wow, this is it. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is how you get started. Speaking of sharing, some of our listeners have probably seen your mug all over Facebook because you are somebody who I do call as fearless. You are completely vulnerable with your personal life and your business life. You'll do like selfie videos and then upload them to Facebook like on a daily basis. Do you think that has helped you grow in business? Oh, without a doubt. I see, Scott, how it can come off as fearless. But man, when I started doing that, I felt so much fear about doing that, about being open, about positioning my, myself as an expert and, and sharing ideas. And I got so much heat, hmm. so much resistance, so much disapproval from family, you know, from, from people that I wanted that support from. So I absolutely have felt fear, but I became so committed to the value that that message creates in people's lives that that became more important than seeking the approval or validation that I wanted by playing small. So that's number one. Number two, vulnerability is huge. It's been number one, sharing on a daily basis for me has helped me clarify my message. And number two, being vulnerable, as long as it's relevant, you know, not hanging your dirty laundry, but sharing a painful moment or a breakdown and saying, this is the lesson that I learned from this. How does this apply to your life? It has just built this connection with people, with followers, with, of course, friends and family that I'm already connected to, but people halfway across a world that I've never met. And when I share a video now, it gets shared and printed on and, and it's really accelerating the growth of that platform. I've gotten clients, Scott, where they were following me for over a year. And then they send me this private message saying, hey, I'm curious about working with you. Mm. This is somebody that I had no idea was even on my radar. Like they didn't comment, they didn't like any of my stuff. But in the background, in, in kind of the shadows, they were following and getting value from that. So it's, of course, important to show, okay, uh, through the virality of it, you can see it, but there's so much other stuff going on behind the scenes that you actually don't know how big of, of an impact you're really having. Great, great advice. So I've been following you now for a while, and I've known you for a while, and I know that you don't just talk the talk, but you walk the walk. I mean, you've been able to transform your body into, you know, this mean, fearless fighting machine. I mean, you're all over Facebook, and you're doing these CrossFit and stuff like that. So is that sort of what you put your clients through as well? Yeah, that is. So a lot of the stuff that I share on Facebook from, you know, my commitment to daily meditation to intense workouts to green smoothies, all these things, I live myself. Some of the keys to the success that I've had, Scott, it comes from living my message. Like if I was 
sharing these things and I was recommending this to my clients but I wasn't living that or doing those things myself, I would be completely out of integrity. I would lack certainty in my own message and I would be honestly a fraud. So like there are days of course when I don't want to get out of bed at 5 a.m. to go to a CrossFit class but I do it because if I don't, I'm out of integrity with, with the, the standard that I hold my clients to. Mm. Awesome. So take us back to a specific time or event in your entrepreneurial journey when you failed, but you failed forward and you took that failure and you used it as fuel to your success fire. I would say that I actually fail every single day. (laughs) So, um, and it's funny because I used to have a enormous fear of failure. I had so much fear around what people would think and the judgment or the disapproval that would come out of that failure. But what I know to be true, I love, Scott, how you said fail fast because, man, my commitment now is to fail as quickly and as often as possible. And the reason is because every failure that happens is a seed of a lesson that I learn. And I need to go through these failures in, in order to reach that next level of success. So is there one that jumps out particular? I would say, you know, the first time I launched a group coaching Actually, the first time I launched a group coaching, I wanted uh, 10 people in it and I had far less. I think I got three people in it. Hmm. Now, there are so many lessons that I learned through that process. But if I let my fear of that failure stop me, then I could not have learned that lesson. And think about that. We think, you know, there's so many things as an entrepreneur that we want to build in our business or just in, in our life in general. And if we let this fear of failure stop us, we're never, ever going to take the action that's required to get to that next level. Love that. What you just shared, in my opinion, was a test. You went from I wanting to have 10 people on this group coaching call to maybe two or three. Well, some people maybe would have tucktailed and said, this is it for me. I'm going back to investment banking. You said, the hell with it. What can I learn from it? How can I grow? And then let's pour a glass of wine and then move on. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I like calling this uh, principle commitment versus counter commitment. The moment you make a commitment to doing something new, to creating something, the universe creates counter commitments to test your commitment, to almost see how committed you are. Like, are you willing to handle this resistance? Are you willing to handle this obstacle and still move forward? So, Don't stop at that first resistance. Be aware and almost look out for, okay, if I make this commitment, I know that there's going to be a series of counter commitments that come up. And the moment that I know that I'm experiencing those, I'm on the right track. I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing. Commitment versus counter commitment. I love that. That is awesome. Did did you trademark that? I did not trademark that, no. (laughs) Awesome, awesome stuff. The premise of the show is to not only empower current or would-be entrepreneurs, but also to share certain shortcuts or what we call hacks on how they might be able to get to their success quicker. Someone might be listening right now, Peter, saying, wow, I can actually quit my high-paying job that I'm really not very passionate about, follow my passion, speak on stage, coach other entrepreneurs, and love my life? Can you share a success strategy with Hacker Nation on how someone might be able to get into the speaking and coaching business and follow maybe a path that you're on, Peter? Yes. So I would say that the most important thing I did, Scott, to make this transition was to find somebody who's already done what I wanted to create. So look into joining a mastermind group or hiring a mentor who has the results that I wanted. When I decided to launch my coaching business, 
I had no idea how to do it. I didn't know how to coach. I didn't know what my message was. I didn't understand marketing, sales, and systems to build a platform. So I came across uh, my first mentor was a man named Garrett White, and he had built multiple successful coaching businesses and masterminds. And so I got into a conversation with him and hired him. And it was a very scary experience because at that time, I had to invest $20,000 of money that I literally did not have. Wow. Like I had to borrow part of it from family. I had to take it on debt. I actually remember talking to you yep. right around that time because I had just moved to San Diego. I packed up all of my possessions in my SUV, drove out to San Diego, had no idea where I was going to live, invested $20,000 in a mentor. And when I look back on the success that I've had for the last few years, it's because of that decision. It's, it's literally accelerated my results. Could I have done it on my own? Absolutely. But it would have taken me you know, five years instead of the one year that it took me. If someone wants to get into this business, go find someone that's already doing it. Take them to lunch. Buy them coffee if they're accessible. And then most importantly, which we talk about quite a bit, is you have to invest in yourself and in your business and in your passion in order to get the results you want. And I think what happens is this, and correct me if I'm wrong or if you have a different perspective, a lot of times people view it completely different. So you'll talk to someone and say, are you interested in being more successful, having more passion, taking more trips, better relationships, whatever it is that you're trying to achieve? And out of 100 people, 100 hands go up. And then you say, are you ready to invest in mentorship or coaching? And then most people will say, when I get this, this, and this, then I'll be able to invest yes. in the training. And as you can speak to, all high achievers think just the opposite. They say, if I don't know that, or if I need to learn this, why not go hire someone that's already been there? I can shorten the process so much quicker if I can invest in someone that's already been there. That's exactly right. One of the principles that comes up for me when I hear you say that, Scott, is, is this. You don't get what you want. You don't get what you think you deserve. You get what you are committed to. Mm. It's all about commitment. And so if you really are committed to building this business that you have, the way that you show the universe that commitment is by making that commitment to yourself through an investment of working with somebody who has already created the results that you want. So that's number one. Now, again, I know that not everyone is in a position to where they can find the resources to, I don't even say that, I believe that everyone is. But if somebody believes that they're not, then start smaller, start by reading books, start by attending seminars and learning from these people that have the results that you want. Absolutely perfect. Peter, we are now going to enter the randomness round. It's like putting you on the success hackers version of the hot seat. Nice, let's do this. <laughs> Whatever comes to mind, just answer it. So, Peter, Scott, are you ready for the randomness round? I'm ready, Scott. Let's do this. Best advice you've ever received? The first thing that comes to mind is from a mentor of mine named John Butcher. And he said to me, you are the decision maker at the center of your own existence. Your life today is the direct result of your daily and cho choices and actions. So instead of blaming family, instead of blaming your boss, instead of blaming the environment, if there's anything that you're not satisfied with, with your life, at the end of the day, the keys to the kingdom are in your hands. And so it's your responsibility to choose different things, to take different actions, to create the life that you really want. 
What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Number one, hands down, non-negotiable, is I sweat every single day. I'm in motion every single day. Fitness is what I'm talking about. From CrossFit to running to weight training to surfing to yoga, any of these things, exercising every single day because it skyrockets my energy, my focus, my confidence, my power for me to literally accelerate my results. When I finish a workout, Scott, I collapse time. I feel like I can get done what takes somebody 12 hours in about four hours. Mm. And it's because of that peak performance state that I'm in. You now own a time machine, Peter Scott. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing what you know today about business and life, give your 25-year-old self? It takes 10 years to become an overnight success. And I found myself really wanting to reach that next level instantaneously. We live in a world of instant gratification, right? So we look to, I can look at people in my industries, the successful, well-known authors and speakers, and say they've always been like that. But the reality is they had to go through the challenges, the setbacks, the failures that I'm going through. And so to constantly know that I'm doing the work every single day, it's not going to happen overnight, but the results will be achieved as long as I stay committed. What's the one trait that you have that's contributed mostly to your success? Hands down, massive action. My brand is fearless, right? But I don't believe that being fearless is without fear. I believe being fearless is having the courage to do the things that scare you, to do that which you fear. So do I fear the unknown? Do I fear failure? Do I fear all these things? Of course I do. But I'm so committed to why I'm doing it and the vision that I have for what I want to build in my life that I am, I'm just committed to daily massive action. I don't wait to feel motivated. I just go do it. And that's that's the biggest thing. That's been the, the biggest thing that has catapulted me. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? Well, let me share feedback that I get. I get feedback when I, when I meet people often that they are blown away at how present I am with them and how when I'm talking with them, they feel like there's nobody else in the room. And that is something that I've actually worked to create uh, I would say it's a hidden talent because people don't know how I create that experience, but I do it consciously. Last question of the randomness round, Peter. When your life is near the end, what do you want your legacy to have been? I want to be remembered for being a man who was so committed to never letting fear stop him. Peter Scott, you are now officially out of the randomness round and off the hot seat. But before we let you go, I want you to share with Hacker Nation more about your book that's about to be released. Thank you for asking, Scott. So yes, my soon-to-be-released book will be launched on May 22nd is the date right now that may be off a couple days, depending on a few things. But it's called The Fearless Mindset, The Entrepreneur's Guide to Get Fit in Less Time, double your income, and become unstoppable. So a lot of what I talked about on this interview are just bits and pieces of the daily actions, rituals, habits that I discuss in this book, the mindset, the ways of creating a fearless life, and the benefits of doing that for the modern-day entrepreneur. So if you want to find out more about that, get access to the early bird book list, and of course get bonuses that I've created. I actually have some bonuses for your audience, Scott. One is a four-part video series. Uh, Another is 
interviews with some of the world's fittest entrepreneurs that I've done, they can access that and the listener can access that at thefearlessmindset.com. Thefearlessmindset.com. Yep. So Peter, this has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for sharing these awesome success strategies with Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business? So the best place is my website, which is designafearlesslife.com. And I blog there every single week so you can find some very, very relevant content, um, especially for the entrepreneur. And I would love for the listener to connect with me personally on social media. As you said, Scott, I share a lot of content on Facebook. So you can search for me by searching for Peter Scott IV as in the fourth. Peter Scott the fourth. Find me, send me a friend request, and please send me a private message and let me know that you came across this interview while listening to, to Scott and I. Perfect. And can someone find you on Twitter as well? Yes. Uh, my Twitter handle is at Peter Scott IV. Well, Peter, knowing you for as long as I've known you and seeing you go through this transition and transformation, really, it could not be happening to a more successful, compassionate, committed individual. So I am so happy for all of your success. Scott, I really appreciate that. That means a lot coming from you, and I appreciate you having me on your show and giving me the opportunity to share my message with your audience. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode's show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Peter, along with other really cool resources that we have on the site. And as always, don't forget to leave a review and a five-star rating for the show. You can do this by going to successhackers.net, clicking on the iTunes tab, and then clicking subscribe to the show on the iTunes page. By doing this, you will allow us to grow the show and in turn impact more people from across the globe. You can follow me and the show on Twitter at ScottHanson1210, at ScottHanson1210. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.